You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode of Thinking Sideways is not brought to you by Barbie, leaving Ken for G.I. Joe. Instead, it's brought to you by In the Dark. Hey listeners, did you know that the hit podcast In the Dark is back? In its first season, In the Dark earned a Peabody for its in-depth study of the Jacob Wetterling kidnapping. And in season two, they're exploring a new story with life or death consequences. It's the case of four people killed in a small town in Mississippi, and why a black man on death row has been tried six times for their murder. You can find In the Dark now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. This episode is also brought to you by us in Nashville, Tennessee, this weekend. Hey, boys and girls, we're going to CrimeCon, but that's not the important part, because you can't get a ticket to CrimeCon, because CrimeCon is all sold out. But the really great thing is we are going to be at the Acme Feed and Seed on the 5th, which is this Saturday, 5th of May. We're doing a listener meetup. It's going to start at 6 o'clock that night. So if you want to come, please feel free. And there's going to be some guests, other guests, and some other awesome guests because we pull awesome guests. So we will see you kids in Nashville on the 5th. 2018, not 2019. Don't go there in 2019, because you'll be very confused. I'd be sad. Hey 
guys. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways, the podcast. I am Devin, joined as usual by... Steve. And... Joe. Known as Wolf. No, I'm Murder Hog. <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay tuned yeah. for next year's April Fool's episode oh. to hear the backstory behind that. Lots of truffles. Yeah. Anyway, today we are going to talk about the Bohemian Grove. An important note here, I will, I promise I will tell you guys the overview of this story, but an important note here for those of you who are screaming and excited, this is not going to be an episode about the Bohemian Club or the Skull and Bones or the New World Order, just the annual retreat with a brief exception for purposes of explanation. Well, well I also... just neutered this story. No. And it's not just about the annual retreat, it's about the actual Bohemian Grove itself, which is, you know, like uh, supposedly... Got a huge underground complex uh, underneath it and some nuclear missile silos and stuff like that. Joe? Yeah. Joe, that was the Denver airport. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. This, wrong, uh, wrong story. Wrong dude. story. Yeah. yeah. Wrong story. Yeah. 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 No, the Denver air, the, Den the, the whole Denver thing is a red herring. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is the real. Yeah. No, we are not. We're just talking about the annual retreat at the Bohemian Grove of the Bohemian Club. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for all those of you who are already lost. I promise. Bear with me for like 10 more minutes and we'll get you there. Man, if it takes 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm just, you know, buffer just in case. Oh, okay. I also just want to thank TJ, who suggested this case a long time ago. Well back. Thank you. So, here we go. So, what All are right. we talking Buckle about in. here? The general mystery here is that since 1878, a group of high-powered men have gathered once a year in the forest for two weeks. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Roll yeah. credits. Yeah. I told you this was boring. No, yeah. Well, there's a little more to it. They there's do, way more. They, do, they yeah. do mysterious yeah. stuff. Okay, that's yeah. it. Roll credits. Yeah. No, yeah. the big thing here is that it's uh, super secretive, and there are rumors of occultism, deviancy, scheming. As mentioned, not about the Bohemian Club, but I do want to give you some context. The club was founded in 1872 by some journalists from San Francisco. San Francisco. Actually, um, can Joe? Can you read this little bit here? I it's a it's an excerpt from an article from 1915 that I think uh, summarizes. Use your old news timey voice, please. I was yeah. going to use my San Francisco voice. Okay. Use yeah. your news timey voice. Yeah. I, I was going to use my groovy voice. Just yeah. just oh, use your just normal use your voice. voice. Uh, oh, it is groovy. Okay. Um, the The Bohemian Club was organized in the Chronicle office by Tommy Newcomb, Sutherland, Dan O'Connell, Harry Dan, Jay Lyman, and others who were members of the staff. Uh, the boys wanted a place where they could get together after work, and they took a room on Sacramento Street below Kearney. That was the start of the Bohemian Club, and it was not an unmixed blessing for the Chronicle because the boys would go there sometimes when they should have reported at the office. Very often when Dan O'Connell sat down to a good dinner there, he would forget that he had a pocket full of notes for an important story. So that's, yeah, that's what so it was. it's a drinking club. club. Yeah. It yeah, was, pretty yeah. much. It was really. a, it's a fraternal club. Yeah. But also, yeah, yeah, it also has a, you know, bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, As all fraternal organizations tend to. Yeah, and yeah. while it was originally a fraternal order for artists and journalists, like you'd expect from a club called the Bohemian Club, you know, they were bohemians, like artists. You guys know. I don't need to explain what a bohemian is, do I? But you no. do need to explain what a beatnik is. I'm not going to do that. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's not relevant. 
eventually this club did start to let businessmen in, then politicians, and now uh, the membership is almost exclusively very rich, very powerful men. Many of them are still in the media business, by the way. Yeah. Keynote there, men. Men only. Men only. Yeah, the current membership logs are secret, but past membership logs are available. Pretty much Everyone who's been a Republican president has been on this list at some point. Mm-hmm. At least since 1878. At least since 1878. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. That, that, oh, that detail. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it's a, frater- so fraternal means mm-hmm. boys only. Yeah. People don't always get that. Yeah. Anyhow, in 1878, the club members decided to start an annual retreat where they could cut loose because apparently the club wasn't enough of a cut loose for them. <laughs> They procured some land in the Redwoods near San Francisco, again, where their clubhouse is located, still to this day is located their clubhouse, and made it a place called the Bohemian Grove. This is where the the name of the retreat comes from, although when it was first started, they did call it the Midsummer's Hijinks, which, again, should give you some framework on to... Hijinks... Screwing around, yeah. games. Yeah. Although now they have the low jinx, which is a weird twist on that name. But it's, it's lowbrow. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, low yeah. jinx and high jinx. But yeah, but that was the whole it, the theme of the summer retreat was just you know high jinx. It's you know boys will be boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of actually kind of wishing we weren't doing this story quite yet because I'm going to be going down there in about two weeks for a wedding and I'm going to be like ten miles from this place. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, so you think you're going to be able to get to the Bohemian Grove? I'm thinking about you know going you down. Think there you're going to Alex Jones it? Sneak in through mm-hmm. the woods. I, I don't think you need to sneak in, man. It sounds like you can just drive right in. Yeah, no. it does. Oh, yeah, no. pretty close. Yeah. We'll talk about that in just yeah, one yeah, second. I'm sorry, we interrupted that's you. That's okay, that's okay. The retreat is 16 days long, so two full weeks. So that is weekend, weekend, and weekend. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the way it runs. It has yeah. an opening weekend, a middle weekend, and, and a, a closing, closing weekend. weekend. That's why it's 16 and not 14. Yeah, exactly. Yep. On average, annually, 2,500 men attend. The camp is almost... 160 acres large in the redwoods too. in the redwoods it's huge and it's beautiful huge yeah, yeah. and Actors. as we mentioned uh no girls allowed or women <laughs> except for there was a lawsuit in the 80s um because they were actually not even hiring women mm-hmm. and then in the 80s some people brought a lawsuit against them and Equal said rights. actually you do have to hire women and the court said yeah actually you do have to hire some women so they've hired women to do really specific jobs like park cars or cook, but in really specific areas of the camp. So they're not exposed to any of the hijinks, hijinks the, th- the yeah. goings on, whatever the goings ons are. And the, that remains yeah. a little bit to be seen. And the guys um, actually, the guys want to be guys. So they're like public, a lot of public urination going on mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And actually, so that, m- that may probably, be true. Yeah. The biggest reason they don't want women, you know. All yeah, the we'll, yeah, we'll get into that a little yeah. bit. And actually, it's probably worth mentioning also that there have been a few honorary female members of the Bohemian Grove or the Bohemian Club. Four of them. Four of them. And none recently. No, not in like yeah, the last dead, 90 years yeah, or something. Yeah, they are. But th- that was something, actually, there was a, there was actual, during that lawsuit, they said, not only do you have to hire women at the Bohemian Grove, but you have to let them into your fraternal order and the court said actually okay you do have to hire them but you don't have to let them into your club i guess especially because they do have some events not at the grove 
at this retreat, but they do have some events where they can bring wives yeah. or partners if mm -hmm. they want. So there, there is one other, there, there are other ladies in attendance at this event. Well, rumored. Okay. So just to keep this brief, there are, there are claims that there's motels and establishments such as that near the Grove mm -hmm. that are frequented by the men over the course of their two, uh, possible but up to two weeks stay. They don't bring them onto the premises. So right. But leave, those, but these ladies, which are brought in for, yeah. for as sex workers yeah. to, I'm going to use a term, don't freak out on me, anybody, to quote-unquote service these gentlemen. Yeah. They are brought to that hotel yeah. and then But they are technically away. technically still no girls allowed on, in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> right, but, you know, yeah. I mean, they are I, the equal opportunity. I guess. I think I don't know. But, but there are women involved, yeah. so that's, that's one of the funny gray areas. To me, anyway, I find a bit of irony in that. I mean... I, I guess... I totally get it. Maybe but. as a woman, I don't as much, just because that makes sense to me, that guy that there would be this big, powerful fraternal order where they would also be like, no girls allowed. Oh, except. Yeah. Except for this one thing. <laughs> except you know? for this one thing. Yeah. You guys can come for this one thing. And, but even then, I don't think they actually let them onto the premise. They, I don't so. think they do. No, uh, no but, on the edge of the premises. But I exactly. will say, there are other camps. This is the big retreat, but there are other... A member of the club can rent out part or all of the facility. I don't know why you'd rent out all the facility, but you can rent out part of the facility during different times of the yeah, year. Not during this event. And and you can and you can have daughters and wives yep. and female and family members, except they have to be off campus by nine. They can't spend the night there. Oh, you're right. You're right. Which yeah. is like, then why? I guess you would, it's like renting a park to host a picnic or yeah. a memorial or well, a birthday or whatever. The security it might be good, might not be good, uh, and but it's pretty secluded. And I think it has a lot of amenities that a lot of other places in the middle of the Redwoods don't. And I bet you get a pretty good deal being part of the club on the facility itself. Well, you uh, better so. for the price that it costs to be a member. In the, uh, do you have in, that number in your brain? Uh, I do I actually eighty five hundred bucks initiation fee, but that's an older. Well, that's article. that's a, that's from the eighties. It was yeah. eighty five hundred was your initiation. I've heard it's twenty five grand now, yeah. which yeah. is probably low with inflation. But yeah. I also remember in the eighties, it was an average continual annual membership fee of about two or twenty five hundred dollars a year. Yeah. So if we upscale that like we did with the membership fee, you're paying five ten grand a year just to stay a member. Yeah. Well, and it's not and a it's, poor man's group. And oh, it's no. invitation only. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you can't most, be invited by just one member either. No, and the waiting list is really, really long. And actually, it turns out most of the people who become new members are just like sons of people, of men who are already members. Yeah. Again. Uh, it's that kind of situation. It is, it is. But as I said, really rich, really powerful men are part of this club and go to this retreat. Okay. Back to the, what happens at the camp. After all the money talk? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot actually goes on, and and actually most of it we don't really know what goes on. It's a secret group. It's a secret. It's a secret club, and it's the retreat is also intended to be secret. I mean, it's it's more secret than Vegas, right? It's, I was gonna yeah. say. Oh, it, is. <laughs> it is. It's literally what happens at Bohemian Grove stays at Bohemian Grove, and Although that's it. Yeah, it seems like enough journalists and such have snuck in and, and with cameras or just tape recorders or whatever. They've, I, I sort of feel like I have a pretty good idea what goes yeah, on there. I, would agree I feel with like Joe. that as yeah. well, but for the sake of this story for right now, let's just say Keep the we don't alive. really... Well, we, you know, I feel like you have a sense. 
in in fairness, we don't know, right? Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. official. We don't really know. Yeah. yeah. One thing that people find the most weird, uh, we do have some footage of. It, it exists on the internet. And the reason that we have this footage is because of a guy named Alex Jones. Oh, yeah, Alex. Yeah. You probably know <laughs> this guy. guy. Yeah. If you don't, do yourself a favor and do not bother to look him up. <sighs> He founded Infowars and um, has a lot to say about a He's lot been a, of things. He's a, de- a, a, a show host since 1998. He's been doing it a long he time. He has, yeah. Infowars, I think, started uh, 2006, Sounds... 2003, um, early 2000s. Fair enough, yeah. In 2000, after a lot of speculation. So there's, since this this thing has been going on at Bohemian Grove for so, so long and it's been pretty secret. Uh, but the people who attend are so high profile. There's been a lot of speculation about what happened, what's going on. And in the 1980s, uh, a magazine called Spy Magazine... I remember Spy. ...did write an article. Oh. So one of their journalists wrote an article because he had managed to sneak in. Mm. Like six days or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I think he was sneaking in and out. Oh, like, he wasn't you know, staying yeah. in like, Yeah, he yeah. was sneaking in and out pretty yeah. easily, actually. And so his... I actually like what he has to say about it much more, but that's okay because we do have this actual footage. (laughs) Yeah. He We do have this actual footage from Alex Jones. So he and a cameraman snuck into Bohemian Grove where quote unquote, so many others had failed. (laughs) Uh, it was uh, like it was surprisingly easy for him to sneak in. Everybody that's got in has said that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's one thing you can see footage like a B there's a ABC footage where they drive right up to the main gate and there's a security guard there and they say, hi, we're here with ABC news on camera. And the guy goes, no, get back, get back there. You're not allowed in here. Get back. Mm. Right. And so I think a lot of people were like, oh my God, it's impossible to get in. I don't think that's true. You just have to have a little bit of knowledge. It's the woods for God's sake. Yeah. There's not yeah. a fence around yeah. the Yeah, you can walk in. Exactly. Yeah. You can. You can absolutely walk in. So that's what they did. They walked in and found this little transit there. Cause since it's so large, there's buses that take you everywhere. And they went to get on a bus, and the person who was driving the bus said, uh, oh, what order are you a part of? Because there's a bunch of different sub-camps, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. in a second. It reminds um, me a lot of Burning Man. Because yeah. Burning Man, the established camps, they usually are in the center of the of Black Rock City. Mm-hmm. And they're named like that also. Yeah. And, so uh, he knew that the Texas group was called the Hillbillies. So he and he's from Texas. He's Texan. He's a pretty thick Texas accent. Yeah, Alex Jones. Sorry. And he says, we're we're with the hillbillies. And the guy says, oh, okay, you can get on the bus. And they ride around a little bit. And there's all this footage. It's really great. You know, it's from the 2000. It's from 2000. So it's grainy already. And there's weird cropping issues. And it was a hidden camera. Here's the thing that I find really funny is, is he says, my cameraman and I, well, it wasn't as if he had the giant on the shoulder camera. That would have flown. A little itty bitty video camera, crappy digital camera, probably, hidden yeah. in like a box. Probably, or yeah, it was hidden. Like a probably, lunchbox with probably a hole not even VGA it. quality. It was the year two thousand. I mean, I think probably had it was six six eighty by or four eighty by six forty. Oh, at the best, it's you know? so the point bad. Is, is that it was it was the most hokey. Uh, yeah. What was the 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 TV show back in the sixties, Joe, with the guy who had the shoe for a phone? Oh yeah, Get Smart. Yeah, yeah. It was, and they had those those silly little. I'm gonna pull out my belt buckle camera. Like it was it's that kind of goofy crap. Uh, so when they say 
his uh, his cameraman. It's really it's not. Just, it's his buddy. Yeah, who it's, was keeping him company. I mean, it could it could very well have been his actual cameraman from because he Carrying made a full documentary about this. With a camera in right, it. for some reason, it had to be him. <laughs> yeah. um, but there, there's a lot of footage from this. There's a full two hour documentary that um, Alex Jones produced about. Did you watch the, the entire thing, group. by the way? I did not I'm watch the I entire not, thing. I watched. I would say I watched about eight hours worth of Alex Jones Whoa, really? things in, over the course of this. No um, wonder you're so cranky. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I looked at a picture of the guy that yeah. made me mad. Yeah. I don't know how she's alive. I Yeah. So anyway, let's get back to this. Sorry. He, like I said, there's a lot of footage that's kind of whatever. But the one thing that he did manage to catch is this opening ceremony thing they do called the cremation of care. And this seems to be pretty much the number one thing that people point to when saying that what's going on at Bohemian Grove is like really creepy. It's not the best quality, but I do want to play you guys just a really brief, brief clip from the cremation of care just to give you a sense of what it sounds like. Crap is what it sounds like. (laughs) Yes, but. All right, we'll play it now. Be gone, don't care. Fire shall have its will of thee. Be gone, don't care. And all the winds make merry with thy dust. Hail, fellowships, eternal flame. Once again, midsummer sets us free. Welcome back. This is the. How was that? Did you yeah. enjoy? This is, and I would encourage you, if you are interested in the story, to go watch the video. Um, I'll we'll put a link on the website of a good quality one with subtitles because it is such a weird quality, and and if you Google it, you're going to find ones that are really really long and awful. But this is the bulk of what Alex Jones got on tape, except for. Uh, the additional bunch of hours of him just riding around and then sitting in a little like forested area. He's made a lot of noise about the nefarious things that are going on, but he was there for four hours and it's just boring, most of the stuff that he got. But the cremation of care is a big part of the creepy factor here. Yeah, it's like the opening ceremony. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a popular ceremony with the members. Let, let's just describe the ceremony for those of our listeners who are... Who didn't go watch it? Who are listening? Yeah, not watching. The ceremony is basically this: an effigy of what's called dull care, D-U-L-L care, is brought across a small lake by hooded figures. Druids. To a, nope, hooded figures. Yeah. To a stage where other hooded figures are waiting for it in front of a giant cement owl. It's not a eagle. It's an it's owl. An owl. Yeah. Yep. The owl is the symbol of the Bohemian Club. It's, yes, Captain. It's it's forty feet tall and it is hollow. It's actually a steel frame with a cement covering. It's a man-made yeah. thing. And so, then, yeah, yeah, I mean, but it's made to look like it's naturally occurring. Right. It um, actually, yeah. It's I, pretty I, convincing. It, yeah, it looks pretty good. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, it turns out if you make a concrete statue and you leave it in the woods for 40 years... It'll... It'll get all moss yeah. and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. 
Anyhow, the effigy is brought before the crowd of pretty much all 2,500 people who are attending. Or at least everybody that's attending that day. That day. But I think that is one of the things that most people come to because it's a, it's a big thing. There's a... Oh, so sorry. It's placed on an altar and at the end of the ceremony, it's set on fire. There's a voiceover play happening, which I think sounds like it's a recording from like 50 years ago. Yeah, it's I hard it to was. tell. Um, for a while, the voiceover was actually Walter Cronkite, who was a member. Mm-hmm. The uh, effigy, like we said, is brought. It's actually a steel frame. It's like literally just rebar. Not the owl, but the effigy. That the gets effigy, yeah, yeah. It's actually uh, like rebar welded together in the very base most basic frame of a stick figure human and then it's wrapped in cloth and that cloth is set on fire and it's meant to be dull care as in worries dull your cares well no it's dull care like dull worries like mundane worries of, uh, of the world. I, I took it the other way but okay yeah no, yeah so th- uh basically they are cremating their worries in order to enjoy their retreat Everyone cheers, as you can kind of hear in the very tail end of that clip that we played. And apparently there's reports of beers being passed around and, oh my God. and everything after the cremation happens. Uh-huh. There's huge pyrotechnics. It's, a, it's an insane... Which is disturbing in the woods. Yeah, yeah, except for they own the woods, so they don't really care. Yeah. No, seriously, they do. This is actually something I know interesting. They do, but it's still not okay. Well, this is interesting. They, they own a huge chunk of woods. They there. own a huge chunk of woods, and you can't log in the redwoods, but they can log on that property, and they do so pretty to a frequently. Degree. They, yeah. They're trying. To, they tried to log they're, a hell of a lot more, and they got blocked by the pretty, courts. Yeah, but, they're pretty constrained. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Just but they do trees. to the fullest yeah. extent that they are allowed. But they, they own, log. They own something like almost three thousand acres. I think. Yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah. But the club motto is, and the club and camp motto both is "Weaving spiders come not here," yeah, which people think is creepy too. But eh, we'll talk about that. In a There's a lot of stuff that you will read online that says care is a child. This comes from one specific place that we'll talk about in a minute, yeah, yeah. and that the owl is actually Moloch, which is a Canaanite. The Canaanite god. Yeah. Canaanite god associated with child sacrificing, who's actually a bull, but whatever. It's like a human body with a bull's head. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like a minotaur. That doesn't look anything like an owl, but whatever. Mm. There's also a lot of stuff that you will see if you go to do your own research on this, where people say that the effigy, quote, could be a real human. Who knows? Yeah. Again, more on this later. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, why not? You know, actually. You're going to burn something. You might as well burn a real person. Yeah, oh, wow. might as well. No. Uh, back to the Grove. After the ceremony, the activities of the weeks that follow are pretty much a, a mixed bag. They wow. produce two plays, one that's the high jinx and one that's the low jinx. So one is kind of a serious, really high production level play. And then the low jinx is... Um, oftentimes they'll do it in drag or it's just supposed to be like a fun little comedy. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, low, low brow humor. Kind of like Monty Python, but maybe not as subtle, but, but yeah, not, not as funny. Probably. Probably not nearly as funny. Actually. Yeah. Like exactly like what, if you told a group of Boy Scouts, twelve-year-old boys totally. in the woods to make a play, this they is would what they quickly would degenerate yes. into what is produced. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there was a yeah. God, there was a really funny thing. Like Henry Kissinger had a little part in one of these. Oh plays. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. won't tell the story now, but it was great. Yeah, there yeah, have cool been story. a lot of 
But again, that's one of those things, right? There's actually been stories about what happens in these plays. And uh-huh. they, there's a series of lakeside chats that go on. Usually they're hosted. Bohemian TED Talks. Yeah. I'm, but usually they're hosted by the, the more powerful Senior. and... No, actually powerful. I mean, so like usually if a president or ex-president is in attendance, they get to do one of the lakeside chats. So there was there's some pictures of George W. and George H.W. H.W. Bush. Thank you. I had a brain fart uh, doing a lakeside chat together between their presidencies. It's it's yeah, it is the TED Talks. It's the the more. uh, Yeah. Senior, powerful, whatever you want to call it. Uh, people, there's rumors that the those lakeside talks at Bohemian Grove did produce things like the atom bomb in the 30s. There's talks 1930s in the 1930s. Actually, yeah. that would have been the 40s, but um, well, no, the they, 30s would have been the initiation, when the they, genus of yeah, the whole exactly. project. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe. And that you know that was where Nixon and Reagan got to decide. You know, if, who ran when? Who well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, lots of ru- just little tiny tendril rumors coming out of the rumor mill, out of the which thing. is really interesting. I had never actually thought about the fact that Reagan may have actually been political, was politically active when Nixon got elected. And could you imagine what the world was if it had been Reagan who was running switched. and re- and won yeah. during the time that we now know as the Nixon presidency? Yeah. That would that, that that's would a be, weird thing to I, think of. I don't know. Yeah, the I, I don't remember exactly when Reagan was governor of California. Was I don't know. Was he already out of it by by the time by 1968? I think done? he was. I think he was still governor. I but there's was, many governors who too. resigned to run. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's just a weird thing. Is it you know these timelines and then. There's conversations of them deal making at this event, saying, mm-hmm. "No, I won't. I won't interfere. You run. I won't stand in your way." But if Ronnie had got uh, gone ahead and said, "I'm going to run," he could have been, he could have been kind of. He'd been young enough. He kind of been Kennedy esque. Yeah. yeah. And so that is something that I will say, if if true, you know, there is probably a problem with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. I, Listen, that horse trading happens everywhere, though. Yeah, That's but it, the whole it thing does. Is it that, does. Yeah, you can't regulate that because yeah, exactly. it can't happen. It can't happen in the the, the airport bathroom. You well, know? it could if Probably it was does. like DIA, but yeah. ha. Anyway, like we said, we don't actually know really what happens because the security. I'm making air quotes here, but the security is so good. But really, it's just because you know the attendees are they honor the promise that they made and it's, they said, we're going to come. It's Vegas, man. Yeah. And and that makes sense to me, you know, especially if what we know goes on, goes on. Yeah, exactly. Let alone the the, the stuff that people say is going on. Yeah. Yeah. As of 2007, there were 118 sub camps that we, that the general public knew about happening at Bohemian Grove to just give you a, a larger sense of, kind of what is going on there. And we kind of talked about this, uh, but the most prominent one is called Mandalay, which is touted as a secret club within a secret club that most members aren't even allowed to approach. By the way, the camp, just for, if we said it before and you didn't get it, it's basically, it's where people are sleeping, their bunkhouse. Have you ever went to camp as a kid? Yeah. yeah. It's your camp or these, these sub camps are, you know the 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 weasel camp or the bunny camp or whatever. It's just your building. 
Well, yeah. it's not or just a set your... of buildings. A lot yeah. of them are not even buildings. Some of them are just like basically plat- like wooden large... platforms that are built up the hillside, and you can pitch your tent on this wooden platform. Right. It's, yeah. it's actually kind of a rugged area. It's not that much level ground to pitch a tent. But I just want yeah. people to understand what these, these 118 subcamps yeah. really what that means. It's it's yeah. like your little camp area where, and you're part of these sub clubs mm-hmm. basically. Um, so Mandalay, I do believe is an actual bunkhouse. Like the, it's, One of the it's super swanky, but yeah, it's touted as this sort of, even the people who attend, they're the most rich and powerful of the rich and powerful and, you know, security super tight, which again, kind of makes sense to me because it's where the like really, really, really rich, high powered people are. So mm-hmm. they're probably a little, you know, it's like 2,500 people are there, right? It's not as though it's just a hundred of your closest friends. It's. That's a large group of people, so you do still probably have well, to be careful about your own people security. Over the course of two weeks, they're not all there the entire time. Uh, but, but even if there they are were, times when damn near everybody's there. Yeah. But even uh, if they yeah. are over a hundred plus not camps, time. that's yeah. still. What my math suddenly just blew. It's out okay because they're different sizes. It, all the camps yeah. are different sizes. All I'm all I'm trying to get at is that. Just because you're at this super secret camp, which a lot with a lot of other high powered rich men, doesn't mean that you don't still need to be aware of your own security understanding depending on which how high empowered or what your profile is. Got it. Okay, sorry, I just don't. Um, that's okay. Uh, some other camps are, as we said, the Hillbillies, which is the Texas-based chapter. The Bushes are members of that one. Their mascot is a, quote, satanic goat creature. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You'd be much nicer to Choopy than that. It's that is not, not Choopy. A, that is a derogatory way to talk about Choopy's Choopy. Choopy's not a goat. It, it might be a kind of a cheap, yeah, it might be sort of a Choopy reference, though. It's a, what's the, what's the thing that plays the pan pipes? Yeah, yeah, the, Oh, uh, the satyr? Yeah. No, I'm trying to think. No, is it a satyr? No, and then they're uh, in Narnia too. You were yeah, about? I thought they were satyrs, yeah. but I know what you're talking it's about. It's one of those it's things. Just, oh, whatever Mr. Tumness is, I can't yeah. remember. I'm sorry. Anyway, there's a there's also a group called the Lost Angels. Again, this kind of allows everybody to just interpret stuff going on um, as they will, because you know when you you name your camps things like that, mm-hmm. it begs for a little scrutiny yeah. but it's also 118 camps so at some point you're gonna stop coming up with really cool names mm, but yeah, they're I, gonna be a little weird some of them i think we could come up the three of us could come up with 118 but yeah i mean at the same time and actually like, you know what if we camp. were though the hillbillies would probably be one of them it's a, satyr. Probably would. a satyr it's totally a satyr okay, okay. All, all right, right. anyway once yeah took me 300 episodes 100 of which we haven't recorded yeah to finally get it right yeah, yeah. true satyr okay yeah Okay, well, all I guess that's all I have to say about the story, and then we'll talk right. about theories. The theories we'll... is, yeah, what's really going on here? Yeah, yeah really, there's theories, theories about what's going on here, and we'll probably add a little additional information as we talk mm-hmm. about theories, like we are wont to do. But first, let's take a break. The Willamette Radio Workshop. The award-winning Willamette Radio Workshop returns for the 19th annual UFO Festival in McMinnville, Oregon. Two live radio shows at the Hotel Oregon in Maddie's room at 3 p.m. Saturday the 19th. Isaac Asimov's Pebble in the Sky and Craig Kenworthy's Herf, the Extra-Dimensional Assassin. 
tales of future worlds with a modern edge. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll wonder when the mothership arrives. Free admission with food and beverages available. All ages are welcome. Live radio lives at McMiniman's 19th Annual UFO Festival. Don't miss it. So, yeah, let's talk about them. Sweet! So, the first theory... How many theories are there, by the way? Two. Two, okay. And the first theory Steve is already mad about is... Uh... <laughs> I forgot that this I'm is what I I'm making a face. It. I can't help it. I... It's that I smell something bad face. I know. I'm sorry. I also forgot that I made a joke title for this that I can't read on the show. So, I... <laughs> I have to rename it on the fly. Uh, we're going to call this one the Satanic New World Order stuff. Things. Poops. Things. Poops. Things. Okay. Planning and stuff. Yeah. Basically, this theory would stipulate that the ritual is like super pagan. The sacrifice is real. It's a child sacrifice to Moloch, not an owl. And this group of 2,500 men are actually planning the New World Order. Which is kind of, of some sort of pagan, satanic New World Apparently, Order. Apparently, yeah. yeah. That seems to be the thing. Again, as I mentioned, I'm not going to go too far into this because the, we're, not, we're not doing an episode on the New World Order. But that does always seem to be the thing with the New World Order. It's every It's always really satanic and occulty, yeah. And it's kind of like, well, but why? But why? Oh, because that scares people a lot. Okay, got That's it. Creepy. Yeah. You know, the thing about it is, is, and I'm not, I'm not uh, claiming the New World Order conspiracy does not exist. But George H. W. Bush must have caught a lot of grief from his fellow club members for letting it slip, uh-huh. because he did. You know? Well, he's he going to coin the term, well, the New World Order. No, he didn't coin the term. He just let it slip in a speech. Okay. You know? I mean, or another way of looking at it is he just coined the term. Because essentially the Soviet Union had just collapsed. But he, but he accidentally and, let it slip when well, he, by using a phrase. Yeah. You know, in the real world, yes. But another way of looking at it is, yeah, he just coined the term in a speech because the Soviet Union had collapsed, and we were looking at a new international order. So you could look at it that way, but you know, only a fool would believe that. I mean, right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. It's a new world order. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. this uh, the the Bohemian Club is primarily made up of white conservative Christian men. Yeah. Uh, there are reports. Okay, and the only place that I've actually seen this report is, I think, from Alex Jones, uh-huh. I believe. I don't think I saw it in any of the Spy magazine or anything like that. No, but no he, he, the Spy magazine article, he did mention a little bit of... Brotherly love. Brotherly love, but he didn't say any of it was anything actually like this. gay. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. yeah it's Alex... a kind of actually thing that fraternity guys actually do. You know, they blow each other kisses in the shower, but it's all just... You know, for fun. Ha ha, joke, yeah. joke, yeah. slap you yeah. on the ass and go that, about your day. That kind of stuff, yeah. So Alex Jones makes claims of actual homosexual orgies happening at the club. Although he was Who only cares? there, but also he was only there for four hours and it was the very first day he stayed for the cremation of care and then left. I don't know how he has proof of these well, homosexual but he, orgies, but... He, he hid in the woods for part of the day. And he, the reason he did that is because he said that he was being catcalled so pervasively 
aggressively that he was really uncomfortable, so he decided to go uh, hide with his cameraman in the he's, woods. He's a pretty hunky guy. I can understand why. All, so, all so okay, wait, wait. So him. here's yeah. what I love to think. There's there's one of two ways that I see that that became an issue. Yeah. One, he is so insecure that a couple of dudes making frat jokes at him, hey, sweet cheeks, kind of jokes, totally just dudes being dudes and screwing with each other made him super uncomfortable or he had been doing what he does for a couple of years at that point and somebody and might have said was. wait yeah. that's alex jones that a-hole is in here guys we have to mess with him don't kick him out we're gonna screw with him and then we'll get him out of here and they went yeah. after him that's what i was thinking myself is that yeah to make him just hate life. Well, here's another thing. I didn't see or hear any proof. As mentioned, I did not watch all of the, every single bit of the footage. You didn't hear all the wolf whistles? I did not. No, I really didn't. And so actually a lot of me thinks that it's possible that he just like kind of got scared, like got, just got nervous. Cold feet. Yeah. And was like, all right, I guess. I mean, you know, he was just camping. Like when you play a shooter video game and you've got the one dude who's like camp snipering and he's just sitting there and the way that he wins the game is because he didn't die. I mean, that seems to me kind of, he just was like, wow, okay, we're just going to go sit in the woods and that'll be safe. And then we'll do this cremation of care thing and then we'll get out of here as fast as humanly possible. And then literally skulking around camp. Yeah, yeah, that right, seemed that makes, to be what was going on. It makes sense. You know, you get in there, uh, you know, minimize the, ch- the chances of getting caught and getting your camera, camera confiscated and, yeah. you know, losing your footage and stuff. Which yeah, is fine, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's but, it. but overall, so it seems like, correct me if I'm wrong, the whole we're worshiping Satan and burning children and barbecuing them for the final dinner, that seems to have, sp- a lot of that has spawned out since these... His video is. I actually do think that his video is the own the very first the point. Seed. It's the origin of that theory. Yes, there. Are, I mean, again, there have been people who've said. Um, well, in the eighties, there were people who were saying that they were doing stuff, and we needed to watch them, but it was because they were powerful in Politico and but, apparently yeah. planning the atomic bomb. But, but some of those people also were, were so fanatical. I could see where they might be start circulating some more lurid rumors too. Well, and they yeah. had been, they had admitted yeah. that they were yeah. in the eighties. I cannot remember the name of the lady who had the yeah. watchdog group. Mary yeah. Moore. Is it, was that it? it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was, uh, she seemed to allude to that. They were, they were pulling up stuff and more of and more of it seemed to be that they were smoking what they were growing. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't all founded in reality. Yeah. So, man, um, yeah. the man is after you, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, there's this chatter, just to get back, sorry. Uh, there's this chatter of the, of the cremation of care or care being a child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And the reason for this is... There are basically like programs handed out at the beginning of um, (laughs) the cremation of care and also programs for the entire weekend. I mean, it's, there's a lot of programming. You got to, you know, decide what you want to go to. It's an organizational nightmare. Totally. But they do hand out a program at the cremation of care. So everybody knows, you know, what's going on and can follow along. And they have different images on them every year, but... One year, 
they had a little drawing of a skeleton burning. And I honestly, honestly, when I first saw this drawing, I didn't even recognize it as, as a human skeleton. Uh, cause it's bad. Um, it's well, yeah. Alex Jones says that he had it examined by, uh, doctors and they, the drawing Uh (laughs) to be clear, had the drawing examined by doctors. And they said that the ratio of the head to the body was that of a child and mm. that the arms, which I don't even recognize as arms, they're like little like lobster claws, <laughs> yes! um, are are also. I mean, they just say that the purport. He says that they say that the proportions are of a child, therefore proving that it's care is actually a child. Yeah, sized but, uh, sacrifice, or either, or or could be just a tree. Bad, or it could be bad drawing. Could be a very it, or, It's a tree on fire. It's in front of a flame. It's a giant flame. It's a tree. Or it could be a, like a subtle endorsement of euthanasia. Yeah. Yeah, because it's obviously deformed child is, is going to be like you know disposed of. Yeah. yeah. So there's all kinds of interpretations mm-hmm. of that drawing. Um, yeah. Can I just say one thing? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, please. Okay. So I know you two were worried about us getting sued for slander. So if Alex Jones comes after us, this is this is all on me. If this is what yeah. he believes. He's an idiot. Well, I think... I mean, the, the, the drawing thing. Here's what I will the, this, say. This drawing, because I've seen it, and it's... He's an idiot. Here's yeah. what I will say about Alex Jones, is that he has made a really successful, lucrative career for himself on conspiracy theories. He and screams this, a lot. And this was pretty much the first big one for him. I mean, like I said, he got popular pretty much right after this stuff came out. He founded InfoWars not too to uh, much later than that this has continued to be a thing that he talks about and points back to the footage from 2000 and um, as we're going to talk about in just one moment um, some additional uh-huh. footage that came out in 2005 and you know god love him i mean honestly like if you can just make a career out of screaming into a microphone like yeah. that's what we're doing I can't, right now yeah, I no can't no really no blame we, him. we yeah. really have been doing it wrong we need to scream more. we should be screaming yeah. more yeah next time on thinking sideways just an hour of screaming we're just going to sit in the room and scream into the microphone. Hey, people will pay for it. I'll do yeah. it. Anyway. That'll be our next April Fool's. It'll go over better. <laughs> yeah. Because people might. will not be confused they by won't. that. That's true. Well, they might be, actually, but that's it's true. true. Uh, anyway, so this is just going to go into our next theory because I have no organizational skills whatsoever and just <laughs> wanted to talk about this story. Um, the next theory is that actually this is a boys' camp uh, for a bunch of dudes who don't really know how to unwind and need to keep their unwinding a secret. Mm-hmm. I mean, prob- run with it, sister. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and, and so here's, here's all I will say is that just honestly take a step back from it and say, if you remove the cremation of care, pantomime opening ceremonies, what do we have? Nothing. A bunch of guys hanging out and drinking and occasionally yeah. giving a speech. Some some uh, some singing, some piano yep. playing, yep. Uh, bagpipes, yep. Stuff swimming, going on. hiking, swimming and hiking, yeah, more drinking, more drinking, more drinking, more lots urination. of eating, yeah, lots think, of public urination, yeah. and and ultimately, and we can say, you know, okay, so maybe some of the lectures are about the feasibility of the atomic bomb. Yeah, maybe they are. There are some serious lectures. Right. Yeah, they are. But realistically, what does that come down to? Is powerful men who are knowledgeable about topics talking about the topics they are knowledgeable on and deal making and talking about like interesting things to them yes the deal making thing i'm i'm very happy to say is a problem 
I mean, it's I maybe it is, yeah. maybe it isn't. I don't know it how much can be. really going on there. I wouldn't call that a problem because I'm sorry, but powerful people get together where they all can congregate and be with their like kind. Yeah. I'm sorry. Us poor people, we get together in poor people bars. Rich yeah. people, they get together in rich country clubs. Like there, you you true. stick with the people that are like you totally and you're true. comfortable with, yeah. and yeah. you talk. And yeah. listen, we can make a deal, but our deal is worth ten dollars because sure, we, we don't do have but ten dollars between us. I know. We yeah. Can do it, but when yeah. you got a billion, it's a billion dollar deal. And yeah. that's the thing about this that I find less than sinister is that. Um, is that yeah? These are people like, especially like heads of state and you know heads of big corporations and stuff, who have to every other day of the year watch themselves themselves really super closely because they're being followed by the press, especially if you're a politician. Yeah. Everywhere you go, this is one one place where you can go and no reporters allowed and nobody talks about you know you got drunk and got naked and put a lampshade over your head. Nobody yeah. talks about that. Right. So you can totally make a fool of yourself totally. and get drunk and have a good time. I, I totally see how, why these guys would like this. That's how I feel yeah. as well. And yeah. then, so let's add back in the whole cremation of care thing. Yeah. And let's talk about that for a second. Uh, some additional footage was released in 2005, as I mentioned just a couple minutes ago, um, from somebody who was reporting to be an employee of The Grove. Most of it was equally mundane as the Alex Jones footage. But one thing that was cool is the person was able to gain access to see the effigies that were used in this cremation ceremony. Pre-use in the ceremony. Pre-use in the ceremony, yeah. And actually, I thought that was really interesting. And it was actually confirmed there are four different effigies. One is just in a horse-drawn carriage, like a old-timey hearse with mm-hmm. a horse-drawn carriage hearse. Yeah. kind of thing one is used on the boat one is kept behind some curtains for the people running the ceremony which is admittedly odd i don't really backup. know why i think it's a backup too but i will also at the very least i want to say okay it is a little weird if the bernie one doesn't catch on fire you can grab the backup one and literally fling it off the stage and I yeah mean, look yeah. I mean, again, I'm willing to at least cede to the really hardcore conspiracy theorists out there. That one could be odd. Actually, probably not, uh, but here's could another be. You were in theater. You know all about the backups. I know about the backups, but. No, the other possibility is this is that if it's members uh, who have to put this thing on, then they have to have their own ceremony afterwards where they can, they can cast away their cares because. Obviously, no, during the ceremony, yeah. they've yeah. got to be all serious and focused. Well, you know, I don't so know maybe about... That, maybe they have a second like, little ceremony. Yeah. Maybe that's true, yeah. yeah I don't know. Uh, and then the final out. one is the one they set on fire. Fire, um, fire! And you can actually see the fire one in the video. It is the, that rebar, literally stick figure, pretty much, that is got two basically like Paul, like like a pallbearer, like on a casket kind of thing, um, welded to either side of it. Mm-hmm. And it is, dun dun dun, adult size. Yeah. So not a baby, not, not a baby, a not a child. Actually, adult, like a pretty large adult, actually size. So that seems to debunk the child part at least. Oh, you know what I just realized? Hmm. I really shouldn't have been so concerned about these guys lighting up fireworks. You know why? Yeah. Because the entire area it's is on a lake. sodden yeah. with, with urine. urine. Yeah. Oh. 
No, it's yeah, also yeah. on a lake. I mean, I know. and wow. they bring in actual pyrotechnic techs and all of that stuff. But... Uh, they might they might actually get out the fire hoses and wet the trees down. Plus, actually, uh, sequoias. Wait, was uh, that a, was that a, okay. was that a joke? That was a joke. Yeah. Okay. But, but also, redwoods are actually kind of fire resistant. They are. So, well, yeah. yeah. No, I just mean yeah. the ground is covered in pine. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. but I, it's no, a sodden I, I, I pine. Do, I yeah. do that. I'm sorry, Devin. What else did you there have? Okay. We're, we're going down. Yeah. That's okay. The other thing I just Boys want to mention again, I, you may or may not have noticed that I keep calling it the cremation of care yeah. because that's what it's called. It's called the cremation of yeah. care. Not the immolation You're of care. You're cremating not care. The murder of do care. you know what you cremate? A dead body. Dead body. Sure. You don't kill somebody with cremation that's not how it works that's called incineration then it's, then it's incineration or a mom immolation, immolation sorry yeah. or burning, burning yeah. somebody burning alive. alive i mean yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the cremation because they have as they've walked in it's my understanding at least and there have been accounts of people who are members who have said this about this actual ceremony and they say yeah you come in you know it's at the it's at the the evening of that first night so you come in and you're supposed to have already tried to get rid of most of your dull cares. You're supposed to kill them, most of your worldly worries. And then at the ceremony, it's basically just, it's like a Christmas pageant almost, you know, it's, it's the a pageant is the best way to call it. It's a the, play. it's the, it's the cremation of your already dead dull cares that will, it, if you watch it, you will see there's a bit of a thing with dull care saying like, you try to burn me and they say, I will, I will come back. And they say, <laughs> yeah, you, you're gonna, we like, know we're, we're, we're you know, no, it doesn't say that, <laughs> but they say, yeah, we're burning you now. And we know that at the end of this midsummer's retreat, you will come back and that's just how the world works, which again, whatever, but it is, it's like a Christmas pageant, right? I mean, think about how, if you had zero context for a Christmas pageant and you just saw it, how weird and kind of creepy it could seem. Just mm -hmm. think about that. Oh yeah. Right. That's just something that I, I just keep thinking about with this. I mean, but you know, I, I was going to say though, that, uh, you know, having seen, having seen this, it, it actually is no creepier, maybe less creepy than just the, the big burning of the man at Burning Man. Yeah, which is uh, equally, you know, I mean, if you if you were were looking at that as an outsider, and believe me, it's a huge ceremony, and it's big, yeah, and then this huge thing gets burned, and the whole thing, it, you know, in a certain sense, it's, it is kind of just like, ah, what's the word for it? Like, you know, it's like being on another planet, and there's this weird scary yeah. alien thing going on yeah. in front of you there's yeah. uh there's one of the videos that i posted for you guys is a guy from ireland talking about a festival that they do in his town where they have an actual stuffed dummy that they burn it's supposed to be actually like burning a man in effigy the wicker yeah. man every year uh -huh. and that i mean that is explicitly pretending to be burning an actual human, human. yeah that this a is lot. Yeah. yeah this is not even it's a cremation uh, well yeah. in the 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 verbiage that these guys use in the the what is obviously pat wrote speech and and i think lines, it is an old recording well yeah but well what i mean what i'm getting at though is that I, you know, when I was at high school and then early college, I was involved in different organizations. And, you know, the owl is very traditional from organizations that are 18th or 19th century-ish forward because it was always the wise figure. And the the wording that they use is very, very similar to it's what I... It's all old-timey. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's dated yeah. for us. 
and they use it, but it becomes rote and mm-hmm. pat. Mm-hmm. And so people who don't know what the hell it is, that's weird. Yeah. Who talks like that? Well, it's it creepy and somebody a cult. in the late 1800s who wrote it considered it to be wise yeah. and astute. And that's the reason yeah. they wrote it that I way. I will yeah. say that originally when they were doing the cremation of care, the people who were participating in it it was much smaller it was not you know 2500 people right, it was blah, blah, blah. or something um and the people who were participating were encouraged to write their own scripts yeah and then eventually like we said walter cronkite was the voice of it and it was um it was it's just become an actual pageant this, they literally a, a passage i really think they do and i you know you can't tell from the video but it sounds like to me they literally just press play on some voice acting from the 50s yeah it's a and yeah. then just kind of go through the motions and pretend like they're doing it and then that's it yeah i that's i i and all of this to say... Somebody hopes George H.W. didn't put the magnet next to the actual cassette tape <laughs> this year. Because <laughs> the year he did that, that was a debacle. Yeah. That's why actually... Because George Jr. was terrible in that role. That's why, uh, yeah, that's why uh, Walter Cronkite doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. They accidentally erase the tape. Whoopsie. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, all of this to say... I- this is, this doesn't necessarily mean that like I don't believe in conspiracies. I don't believe that you know sometimes a lot of high powered people come together and maybe do say like, well, you know, Nixon, you run this year and Reagan, and that's that's that is some well, kind of organizing and conspiring for the world. Everywhere. But it happens everywhere. You can't yeah. stop people from doing that. And I also think this, like Joe was saying, is like the the kind of lives that these people lead. It is drunk just, horse camp. You can't. Yeah. Well, and it's the <laughs> only the time. Horses. But it's the only yeah. time that you that they have to actually unwind because the rest yeah. of their lives are literally under scrutiny all the time. Yeah. And that's just all it seems like to me is that it's just like a bunch of frat boys who never really grew out of that, but suddenly have to try to do better in public society. And yeah, that could be that, or it could be much deeper and more sinister than you know. Yeah, those are the two options. For example, well, no, for example, it's even more sinister. Like, for example, that article in Spy that was from 1989 was written by a guy named Philip Weiss, who infiltrated the camp over and over again. Yeah, for days. And yeah, and he um, and reported seeing a lot of a lot of public urination, a lot of drunkenness, had conversations with many many people, Mm -hmm. including I had a short, brief conversation with Ronald Reagan himself. Yeah. And it may well be that they were up to some serious business there. But what they did is like they 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 tagged him right away. Mm-hmm. They they surrounded him with a clot of drunken Republicans who went with him and surrounded him everywhere he like went. Like we said with Alex and Jones, they, they spotted him. And, I did and, 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 actually and put a phalanx of there was around him. there was yeah. part of me that was kind of like, well, it it does seem a little suspicious, Alex, that you were allowed to go in with this tape and get it out and publish it and have continued to be allowed to publish it. I mean, it's all over. Yeah. And, you know, if this if this whole new world order, blah, 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 either they're, like, totally allowing him to do this because everyone's like, well, he's crazy, yeah. or... Uh, it's spreading false propaganda because if it if it's this if it it really is this new world order thing, don't you think they could have had YouTube take that video down? The best oh, yeah. way to spread <laughs> misinformation is to have your enemy spread it as truth. Yeah, 
Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and yeah. so, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I love that idea that, that that's what's going on. I really don't think it. And by the way, just as a clarification so that we don't get any angry emails, <laughs> when we say frat boys drinking and we're talking about these high-powered people. The stereotype. This is the stereotype. Yeah. We're not saying that your frat, Delta, 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 which, I, by the way, don't freak out. I know it's not a frat. That's a sorority. It's a joke. But it's just we're playing the stereotype. Yeah. So... Calm down, boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, but... Put uh, the beer down. Yeah. Put your margaritas down. Your Appletini is okay. It's Let's continue okay. on. Yeah. yeah I don't I... have anywhere to continue. No, I'll just oh, say Oh, thank that... God, because I need an Appletini. Well, I think just... Joe has something. Yeah, no, I'll just say that, uh, you know, this, this stuff has been around with us, this kind of behavior for a long time. If you if you buy another series, because it, it often is the case in America and, and other places, too, that if the guys that you don't like win the election... And suddenly all the paranoia starts. It sets in big time. Oh, God, And yeah. if you buy it, and if you, you know, and it's the end of the world, it's Hitler, you know, it's, you know I mean, it's, this is just like Nazi Germany. And if you buy into that and you buy into this kind of stuff, you're just a tool. You know, you might think you're smart and everything else and, and you're the good one and they're the evil ones, but really you're just a tool. I mean, you know, that's kind of... For somebody else's you know. game. Yeah. I mean, not yeah, in the derogatory yeah. term of your yeah, not, tool, no, not you're a, being used yeah, as a tool in the game. Yeah, not in the sense of a, public, of a private part, but yeah, yeah that's, that's where most of the stuff is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. It's like, uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, on the other hand, I could be wrong, and maybe there is like a secret underground complex and all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah. I this, those, those trees are actually not live anymore. They've been hollowed out, shored up. Yeah. They paint them all year long. That's mm-hmm. why they don't log them. Yeah. And they're actually where the missiles are. I was going to say missile silos. And the underground are, like ground complex. Yeah. The, the, the buttons to operate it are in that stone yeah. owl. Yeah. Probably that's true. Yeah. Well, um, Okay, yeah. do you guys have anything more to add to this? Yeah, the lake opens up, and that's where the helicopters no? come out. Okay. Yeah, I, I just want to say, I, I do want to go there and check it out. I wish they would invite me. I mean, I mean, we're pretty freaking high-powered here. Yeah, so hey, if you are a member of the Bohemian Grove and you want to take, I guess, these guys, pff, not me, because I'm a lady. Uh, we'll Devin, stick you listen, in. the security is not all that tight. I, I ha- Get your eyeliner, we can paint a mustache on yeah. you. Curly one to boot. Big, yeah. multiple round curls. Perfect. Yeah. They'll we'll, let you in. Okay. We'll tuck your hair up under your cap. Great. Yeah, it's nobody perfect. Will know. Nobody no, no, will no, no, be no. able She's to like know. Brad Pitt. She's an she's a man who's yeah. growing hair out to just show yeah. that men can do that. Yeah, oh, with a man awesome. bun and everything. Yeah. 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 See, that will totally get you in yeah. the man bun. I'm sure that all of the really old, rich, <laughs> white, Republican, <laughs> Christian men are going to be like, yeah, that's one of ours. Uh, yeah. That guy fits in. You can stand up and pee. We all can. It's true. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all of, I guess, all of this having been said, it's time for us to give you some additional information. Like I said, we will post a video, uh, like our choice video of the cremation of care ceremony so you can see it, as well as some other research links on our website. That website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. You can also find links to merch, old Episode episodes. Just, I don't really know what else. I'm sorry. You, just go there. Find out for yourself. It'll be a mystery for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can connect with us on social media about this case or any other, or just to like talk to us because you like us. We Mm. are on Twitter where we're thinking sideways. We are on Facebook. We've got a page and a group. Like the page, join the group, answer the questions. The answers are yes and Thursday. Easy. You can find us on Reddit. We have our own subreddit that is Thinking Sideways. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram where I guess we're posting some things. I don't really 
I don't know. Uh, it's Thinking Sideways podcast on Instagram. You know where you're streaming us. It can be, you know, the website, maybe. It could be iTunes, probably iTunes. Could be Stitcher Premium. Oh, could, that's a good one. That's the right one. Yeah, um, yeah. Could be who knows what. But if you are streaming from one of those places and you have not yet taken the time to give us a review and a rating, please do so. That's how other people find us. And really, you should be on Stitcher Premium because you get the episodes four days early ad-free, and you get bonus content. If you don't have that yet, you can go to stitcher.com slash thinking sideways. Use the promo code sideways. You'll get a month free. And last but not least, if you want to send us an email, you can do that. We have an email address. It is thinking sideways podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I think we're just going to go ahead and get out of here and hopefully not be murdered by the New World Order on my way home. Too late for that. Yep. I'm going to go prevent forest fire. Okay. Water a tree. Bye, Smokey. All right. Well, when I say bye, I mean bye forever, everybody. Bye, guys. Yeah, see ya.